Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually once again with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. Carter, how are you today? I'm feeling really excited because we have so many friends here. Uh, yes, we have a lot of friends, many, many, many more than we normally do. Um, and that is because today is a very, very special episode. You may have thought to yourself, wow, it seems like I've listened to like 99 episodes of Trivia Over Tea because, of course, you've, li- you've listened to every episode of this podcast. Um, and you would be correct because this is our 100th episode. It's amazing that we've done that many and that I've poured that many hours into this um, adventure that uh, just sucks a lot of time away from my life. But that's okay because it's a lot of fun. Um, and to celebrate uh, the 100th episode, we have actually 16 contestants today, all of whom are returning contestants, uh, and they're going to compete in a mini tournament that we've devised, and uh, we're going to hope that um, this format works and that this episode is not four and a half hours long, um, but we'll find out. So yeah, um, and, and we also have Mason here today with us, um, Mason and I and our father wrote these questions last night well the semifinal and the questions for the semifinal and the final we wrote last night we'll explain what the questions that we have for the preliminary round um but uh want to thank mason and uh our father for doing that also uh our friend sophie wolbert contributed uh, contributed five questions uh to this show as well so we wanted to thank her as well Okay, um, so let's uh, let's get right to it. So how this is going to work is we've divided our 16 contestants into four groups, group A, B, C, and D. And four people are going to come up at once, and we're going to ask each person three questions. And whoever gets the most number of questions right in their group will move on to the semifinals. Yes, I think that's what we're going to do. So let's, uh, let's get going. Um, group A, can you please... Stay on, everybody else. Go away for now. Who is in group A? Yes, this is the right group A. Okay, excellent. Okay, so now how this is going to work. You're each going to get three questions. And the three questions are questions that you have received uh, previously on this show. And some of them you may have gotten right. Um, In some cases, like Matthew Brown, your three questions are questions that you got wrong on this show. So we're, we're trying to make it fair. Um, yeah, and uh, they're just worth 10 points each, presumably, probably. Um, we didn't really figure that out, but uh, that's going to be how it's going to be. Okay, so let's get right to it. So Frey, you are up first. Can you please introduce yourself very briefly? Hello, I'm Frey. This is my tea. It is water with hints of unintended uh, onion flavor. Lovely. Uh, Frey is joining us from Madrid, um, and you... We're on episodes 11, 17, 41, 45, and 71. You are two and three overall mm. on your time and trivia over tea. And I didn't review a single one of those episodes in preparation. So unfortunately, I uh, gave myself a disadvantage. Well, but let's go. Uh, let's, let's see how much you remember. Question one. Beale Street is a historic street running through the downtown area of what Tennessee city? Memphis. That is correct. That is a famous location for the history of blues music. Question two. In addition to her 66 famous detective novels, what English author wrote six novels under the pseudonym Mary Westmacott? Guessing Agatha Christie? That is correct. 
And finally, question three. In 1521, Martin Luther was declared a heretic by the edict of the Holy Roman Emperor and excommunicated from the Catholic Church at what event? Oh, this is a, this is a shameful. Um, I don't know. The Council of Ghent. Uh, no, this is the Diet of Worms. Uh, I think okay. you may have guessed the, the uh -huh. Council of Ghent the last time, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. So I'm a shameful Lutheran. Two out of three. Ain't bad. Um, okay, moving on. Madeline. Hello. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, I am Madeline, and I am drinking uh, a spiced chai tea with a little bit of coffee in it <laughs> for an Lovely. extra kick. Madeline is joining us from Los Angeles, um, and you were on episode 83. Uh, sadly, you did not win, but we'll try to change that today. Um, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, question one. James K. Polk is the only U.S. president who previously held what position, which is second in line after the vice president in the presidential line of succession? Uh, treasurer. Uh, no, he was Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. Yeah. Uh, question two. The Gallic rooster sits atop many of the gates to the Elysee Palace, the residence of which country's president? Uh, the residence of which country? Gallic is spelled G-A-L-L-I-C. Uh, is it Irish? Uh, no, it's actually France. So Macron is there right now. Uh, and finally, question three, what Alaska congressman won re-election in 1972, despite having disappeared three weeks before the election? Uh, that was, oh my God. I remember this. I remember being upset that I didn't get it right. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember you being I'm upset. I'm about to get it wrong again. Um, not Markowski. It was. I know this is wrong, but Bill Thomas. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Nick Begich is his name. Ah, that's what it was, Begich. Yeah, he disappeared. <laughs> he was flying in a plane, and it disappeared, and they've never found the wreckage. Okay. Well, 0 for 3. 0 for 3. <laughs> but uh, thanks for playing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Caitlin, are you ready? Hi, I'm Caitlin, and I'm drinking uh, Warm Hugs, which is like a chamomile plus some other nice spices. It's very nice. Oh, lovely. Um, you, are, you are in LA, right? Yes. You're right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, okay. You were on episode six, uh, and you lost um, to I did, Jasper, badly. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, here we go. Question one. What element with symbol W on the periodic table was used by Thomas Edison in the first successful light bulb? Tungsten. That's correct. Question two. What does CVS stand for? Oh, dang it. Again, another one I got wrong that I don't mm -hmm. remember the letters for. <laughs> it's something weird like that I would have never thought of. Commercial something service. I don't remember. Uh, no, consumer value store is this yeah uh and finally question three in what austrian city is the sound of music set salzburg that's correct okay two for three there we go we're tied with Bray. um good job matthew can you introduce yourself please hello hello happy to be back once more with my english breakfast tea <laughs> love uh, Matthew, you you have been on episodes 1, 9, 18, 20, 21, 44, 45, 47, trip, trip, and 76. You are 9 and 0. Um, you also hold the highest oh ever goodness. score on this podcast at 395. 
Um, and you also were the scorekeeper for episode 74. Indeed, I was. Oh, no pressure. Can't yeah. wait to get <laughs> three questions about Texas freeways. <laughs> um, yeah, big, uh, big reputation to uphold here. Um, so uh, let's dive in. Question one. Until February 2021, what was the only U.S. state without commercial air service? This is a tough one. Well, you got it wrong the last time, so. I, I yeah, <laughs> that that sure makes sense, doesn't it? Um, I, I'm trying to like run through potential candidates. I'm gonna say Montana. Uh, no, uh, Delaware is the right answer. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, although it it does now have um, service from Wilmington, but until 2021, it did not. There you go. Question two, what river, formerly known as the Zaire River, is the deepest in the world? Zaire spelled Z-A-I-R-E. Yeah, I remember this one. I still don't know it. <laughs> um, you, you have an answer. I don't even know. I don't even okay. have an answer. Um, it's the Congo River. Um, yeah, uh, the Congo reaches a depth of up to 720 feet and the second longest river in Africa. Um, and finally, question three, in 1840, who was buried with full military honors in Paris 19 years after his death? Would that be Napoleon Bonaparte? It would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. His, he transferred, the, his remains were transferred from the island of St. Helena uh, back to Paris. Well, you, uh, you only got one out of three, so sadly you would not be moving on. Um, but uh, Thank you for that's okay. Thank you for coming here today. So, Frey and Caitlin, we need to do a tiebreaker. Um, and <clears throat> so, what do we want to do? Let's do this one. Um, okay. So, how this is going to work is I'm going to tell you the question, and then I'll give you a couple seconds to think about it, and then we'll I'll ask for both of your answers, and then if somebody gets it right, we move on. Does it make Do you sense? want like a paper with this? Um, yeah, no, that's write it. Um, no, that's okay. Just think it okay. and say it. I'll trust you that you don't change it. Um, okay, uh, here we go. The movie Argo tells this tr the true story of a bold plot to smuggle American diplomats out of what country? Okay, do we, do we know? Um, um, I definitely right. have a guess because I have no idea which... I've never seen this movie, never heard of it. Oh, okay. um, so I can go first, uh, but I'll just say... you. Um, Iran. Okay, Caitlin. Germany. It was Iran. Yeah. Oh my God. Good job, Frey. You have won Group A. You are Ooh. moving on. Congratulations. Uh, thank you, thank you Madeline, thank you. Caitlin, and Matthew for playing. Um, great. Okay, that's it for Group A. Let's uh, let's go to Group B. Welcome, Group B. Okay, who do we who do I have going first here? Um, I have um, Anna going first. Excellent. Hello, I'm Anna. Uh, this is hot water. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for bringing a mug. Uh, regardless, um, Anna, you were on episode two, um, and you won. So, well done. Um, I believe it was the lowest scoring episode that I won, but that's just my memory. Well, up to that point, we had only had two episodes, so either it was or it wasn't. Um, so, don't worry. You've been you've been eclipsed since then. Um, sadly. Anyway, um, here we go. Question one. Leontine Price's farewell performance at the Metropolitan Opera in 1985 was as the titular character in which Verdi opera set in Egypt? 
I think I got this wrong last time. You did. Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, Egypt. <laughs> There's like one opera that's set in Egypt. Maybe that's not true. No, that's not true. And it's, it's but, escaping me. This is a big um, one. It's the big one. It is a big one. God, the one with like Cleopatra. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you have no answer? Do you have an answer? Dido and Aeneas. No. Um. This is Aida. Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> yeah. It it is. Yeah. Um, question two. Hadrian's Wall, begun in AD 122, marked the northern boundary of the Roman Empire in what present day country? Oh, this one I was member because I was mad about it. Mm-hmm. And it's an island, England. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yeah. Good job. Glad you remembered that one. Uh, finally, question three. What is the only state capital located east of the Mississippi River that is not located on an interstate highway? This one also Delaware? Mm-hmm. What's the capital of Delaware? Oh, I don't know capitals, Matthew. <laughs> I thought the state was good enough. <laughs> well, I did say state capital. Oh. Oh, I didn't ask for the state. Um, capital of Delaware. Delaware City, perchance? No. Um, okay. Dover is the name of the, the capital. Um, I think we can give you half credit. Um, oh, so, score! So you're at you're at one and a half correct questions. Um, yeah, okay, Thank good you. job. Um, <laughs> heavy Delaware representation. That was accidental. Um, okay, uh, Jasper, you are up. Uh, hey y'all, um, I'm drinking some delicious jasmine green tea out of this um, for the audio consumers. Chicks dig cruciverbalist mug that I just wanted to say I did not purchase. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, I think so far you're winning um, best mug. Um, Jasper, you were on episodes 6, 17, 20, and 68, and you are three and one overall. So here we go. Question one. The tracks, light rail lines, and the front runner make up the rail service in what Western US city? Okay. I do remember this (laughs) question being asked. And I got it wrong. Um, you did. I do just want to say that I think this whole gimmick of feeding us questions that we've already messed up on um, is like a little psychotic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I suppose that's one so, way of looking at it. Um, I'm fairly sure the answer is either Denver or Salt Lake City. And I think I answered whichever one um, is not right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I'll try to not do that again tracks in the front runner um i think i would have said denver and i think that the answer is salt lake city you are absolutely correct yes it is salt lake city question two via hermosa is the capital and largest city of what mexican state that lends its name to a pepper commonly used in condiments i also got this wrong um it's something you've heard of yeah um Okay, well, is it Serrano? Uh, no, it's Tabasco, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And finally, question three. This one you actually got right. The South Carolina flag prominently features the moon and what type of tree commonly associated with the state? Oh, this is a palmetto. That is correct. Uh, two out of three ain't bad, Jasper. Good job. Um, Thank you. Noah, 
Can you please introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Noah. I'm joining with my English breakfast tea, and I'm very excited to try to answer some questions. Lovely. Um, Noah, you were on episode 72. Um, sadly, you did not win. Um, but uh, here we go. Question one. What famous Los Angeles road is named for the civil engineer who designed the Los Angeles aqueduct? Oh, is it a street or is it like a free, a highway? It's a, it's, it's a street. Mm, I'm just going to throw out a guess because I don't know the architect. Mm -hmm. um, Mason Road. Um, Mulholland, actually. Oh. Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Um, no, Mason did not design the Los Angeles. <laughs> um, question two. The only, uh, the only planet to ever be destroyed by the Death Star was what pacifist world, the home of Leia Organa? Oh, this is Alderaan? That okay. is correct, yes. And finally, question three. What treaty meant to settle the dispute over its namesake territory and future state set the northern border of the United States at the 49th parallel? Oh, it's a tree type, northern U.S. No, no, treaty. Treaty. Oh, tre oh, treaty. Oh, um, hmm. 49th parallel meaning 49th state? No, meaning like latitude. Oh, oh, oh. hmm. The Louisiana Purchase? Uh, no, this was the Oregon Treaty. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and it brought much of um, present day states of Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and then Montana and Wyoming as well. Um, Okay, well, you got uh, one out of three, I think. Yes, one out of three. So nicely done. Uh, Margaret, you... are you ready? Uh, can you introduce yourself first? Hi, happy to be back. I've got green tea and a Boston mug. Lovely. Um, Margaret, you've been on episodes 10, 84, and 97. Uh, you are one and two overall. Hopefully it's fresh in my mind. Yes, well, one of them should be fresh in your mind, um, I think. Um, this one, in fact. Question one. What president bought La Casa Pacifica, located on the ocean in San Clemente, California, to serve as his Western White House? Yes, I remember I said Reagan before, but I think it's actually Nixon. It is actually Richard Nixon, yes. Question two. What North Dakota park, located in the state's badlands, is the site of the namesake president's cabin? Ooh, is this Teddy Roosevelt? It is, yes. Theodore Roosevelt National Park in uh, Medora, I believe, is the name of the city, North Dakota. And finally, question three. Franklin Pierce's vice president, William Rufus King, was ill on Inauguration Day and was eventually sworn in while recuperating in what nearby island's nation? Sorry that you just got yes. like... Yes. I think last time I definitely got this wrong. You did. Yes. I believe it might be Cuba. It is Cuba. Yes. Um, King died 45 days into his term, uh, and he's the only vice president to take off the oath of office on foreign soil. Um, I believe that means you've won, Margaret. Um, you zoomed through the round. Um, three out of three. Um, so good job, Margaret. Uh, thank you, Noah, Jasper, and Anna for playing. Um, okay, moving on to group C. Hi, hi, hi. Um, Tanner, where are you? Oh, there you are. Hi. Okay, let's see. Who's first? We have, ah, Julia. Can you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Julia. I'm drinking spearmint tea, and I'm very happy to be here. 
We're very happy to have you. Julia, you have been on episode, you were on episode one with Matthew, um, and also episode seven, 31, and 85 as a contestant. You are two and two overall, but you've also been a scorekeeper. Um, and uh, you have score kept episodes 19, 22, 29, 30, and 58. So as of this episode, you will, you will have been on exactly 10% of <laughs> um, all Trivia Over Tea episodes. I love it. Yeah. Um, thank you for uh, making this such a big part of your life. Um, anyway, question one. What is the name of the famous weather-predicting groundhog who appears on Groundhog Day? Luxatani Phil. Very good. You you did not get this right. Um, uh, I remember first time around. So I'm glad that we have redeemed ourselves. That was our very first episode. Um, <laughs> question two: Who wrote the lyrics for Leonard Bernstein's music in West Side Story? Then went on to win eight Tony Awards and eight Grammy Awards for composing and writing lyrics for his own musicals. Sondheim. That is correct. And finally, question three. The Tower Treasure, The House on the Cliff, and The Secret of the Old Mill are the first three installments in what series about sleuthing brothers written under the pseudonym Franklin W. Dixon? My favorite brothers, besides the Cook brothers, the Hardy brothers. The Hardy boys. but The Hardy boys. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give it to you. Um, yeah, good job. Three for three. Julia, crushing it. Um, okay, the bar's been set high. Haley, you're up. Oh boy. Hello, everyone. My name is Haley. I am currently drinking some chai out of a SpongeBob mug. Lovely. Haley. That's more like a bowl. <laughs> more like a, 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 a bowl of soup of tea, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Lovely. Um, Haley, you have been on four times, uh, episodes 5, 34, 58, and 92, and you are two and two overall. Oh, okay. Better than I thought. Yeah. Um, question one. What sure. musical won? Uh, sorry, what what musical which won the Tony Award for Best Musical in 1961 was based on the phenomenon of Elvis Presley and him getting drafted into the army in 1957. Oh, that would be by Bye, Bye Birdie. That is correct. Question two: What amendment to the U.S. Constitution abolished slavery? I remember you giving me this question, mm -hmm. and I remember being so mad I was wrong, and I'm gonna get it wrong again, most likely. Mm -hmm. It was Lincoln. We got a couple amendments. Um, Twelve. Uh, Thirteen. No. Thirteen. Yeah. I think I did that last time too. I think it was one Probably. off last time also. Yeah. Um, also, for the record, it was ratified. It was ratified in 1865, but after Lincoln's assassination, and so um, Andrew Johnson was was president. Um, Thank you for but, that. Yeah, you're in the right ballpark. So. Uh, and finally, question three. Most research libraries in the United States use what library's classification system for cataloging materials? The Dewey Decimal System? No. Library of no, Congress. No, I did that last time too. Yeah. It's the Library okay. of Congress, actually. A system that Just I the have. Library of Congress. Yeah. The, a system that I am intimately familiar with, as that has been my job to catalog works for the last 10 weeks. Um, specifically, if you give me a number, I can tell you um, what instrument. Uh, uh, falls under that number. M M47 is solo viola, if anybody needed to know that. Anyway, Graciela, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Graciela. I'm drinking passion tea. And a fun fact, though, is that this episode comes out on my 25th birthday. Ah, happy birthday, Graciela. Finally joining the ranks of those of us who are old. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, Graciela, you have been on four times, uh, episodes 5, 37, 64, and 92, and you are three and one overall. Wow. Okay. That is a lot better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Winning record. Here we go. Question one. Which amendment to the U.S. Constitution granted women the right to vote? I knew you were going to ask this one after you asked Haley her, her amendment because we both got them wrong and we were both sad. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure. I know it's in the 20s. I think it's the 21st. No, that one repealed prohibition. Um, right. I think I said the same one last <laughs> Probably. Yeah. This was the 19th, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ratified in 19, ratified in 1920. Um, question two, which businessman, newspaper publisher, and politician built his namesake castle on the central coast of California? I could not tell you. I don't remember getting this question at all. Oh, really? Well, well, you did. No. Um, and uh, it's, it's definitely somebody that you've heard of. Can you ask the question one more time? Mm -hmm. um, which businessman, newspaper publisher, and politician built his namesake castle on the central coast of California? Is it Pulitzer by any chance? It's the other one. It's Hearst. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that you'd dip into your Newsies knowledge. Um, but yes, yeah, I, but I did because Pulitzer is in Newsies and he's the main guy in Newsies, not Hearst. So. Yeah. Well, it's the other guy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> William Randolph Hearst. And finally, question three. During the banquet scene in Act 3 of Macbeth, who reappears as a ghost and sits on Macbeth's throne? Uh, that would be Banquo, as I remember in our production of Macbeth during junior year of high school. Very good. Yes, it was Banquo. Um, I killed well, him as a murderer. So. <laughs> you did. You did. You were, you, were, you were a really great murderer. Two Thank really you. rather um, vicious roles for you that year. Following that with was it the hunter? Is that the name of your character? In yep, the hunter. Everywhere? Got yeah. killed by the beast. Yeah. Oh, the beast. <laughs> I don't remember anything from that production. Wow, what a time, junior year. Um, good job. One out of three. Um, thanks for playing. Uh, Tanner, can you please introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Tanner Tim, and I'm drinking a a tea that has lemons in it. Good job. Uh, you are also the only person, I believe, on this call who's calling in from the mountain time zone. So we filled out, filled out all four continental time zones. Um, Very true. Um, Tanner, you were on episode 53. Uh, sadly, you lost. Um, but you've also been a, um, a, a question writer um, quite a bit. Uh, yeah, and I've, I've failed to mention the other people who have written questions for us. Julia wrote questions for us. Um, Caitlin wrote questions for us. Matthew Brown, I think you've written questions for us. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it. That's it. Who have come up so far? Um, I did mean to mention that, but I didn't make a note of it. Anyway, uh, Tanner, here we go. Question one: Which sport combines cross-country skiing and rifle shooting? Oof. Um, a lot of people actually in my state do this. I'm sure, but. Yep, they anything involving guns. Um, it's got to be like ski shooting. I don't know. Uh, no, it's biathlon, actually. Biathlon. Biathlon. Okay. Yeah, I think you got this one wrong uh, the last time too. Um, yes, it's the only. This is a fun fact. It's the only winter Olympic sport in which the United States has never won a medal. It's not our thing. Um, surprising. Question two. 
What two letters do not appear on the periodic table? Oh, easy peasy. Q and J. That is correct. Um, and finally, question three. What U.S. president's son was known as the Prince of Rails in reference to his father's nickname of Rail Splitter? <laughs> Rails like R-A-I-L-S. Like train tracks. Yeah, it's got to be a pretty early one if they're building train tracks. Mm -hmm. uh, go with Polk? Uh, no, this one's actually Abraham Lincoln. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in reference to his son, Robert Todd Lincoln. So, okay. Um, so you got uh, one out of three. Um, I believe that means that Julia has won Group C. No tiebreaker needed. So, well done, Julia. We'll see you in the semifinals. And uh, thank you, Graciela Haley and Tana, for playing. Okay, let's move on to Group D. What I referred to in the initial email as the Group of Death. Um, is Joshua here? I hope. Ah, there you are. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, speaking of which, I believe you're up first, uh, Joshua. So can you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Joshua Link. I'm glad to be back. And I have a mini New York City subway mug. So lovely. Is there any you like tea? it? Is, is there any tea in that mug? I did not have time to make tea, given that I was okay. late, but I do have a mug. So I hope that suffices. Yes, it does. That's that's the, the bare minimum uh, requirement. So Thank you for participating. Um, Joshua, you have been on episodes 32, 42, 46, 47, 56, and 94. You are five and one overall. Your one loss, I believe, was to Matthew Brown. Um, but uh, here we go. Question one. The cities of Medan, um, Pekinbaru, and Palembang are located on what major Indonesian island that is famous for its tigers and coffee? You know, I didn't know it at the time, mm -hmm. and I guessed randomly, and I still don't remember it. So I'm going to say Java. Uh, no, it's actually Sumatra. Yeah, the other one. Um, yeah, you also got three questions that you got wrong, because uh, we had to try to level the playing field a little bit here. Um, uh, question two. Andrew Johnson notably had what occupation before entering politics and ran his business out of his home in Greenville, Tennessee? It was something weird, like... Taylor. It was, it, yes, he is. He was a tailor. Yes, that is correct. And finally, question three. Woody Guthrie, singer of This Land is Your Land, died of complications of what inherited neurological disease, which slowly affects a person's physical and mental capabilities? That's Parkinson's. No, Huntington's. That's what I said. It? Oh, yeah. I said that last time. Yeah. Well, alas, uh, one out of three. So, but you had tough questions. But uh, anyway. Thank you, Joshua. Um, okay, Matthew Hauser, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Matthew Hauser. I'm happy to be here. And I have a can of Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Wow, distinctly um, ignoring the rules. Um, this is the closest thing I could get. Okay. I, frankly, a glass of water would have been closer, but... Um, <laughs> it was well, cold in the fridge. And it's fine. It was it's just one of those days. It's too late now. Um, whatever. Um, the Matthew, damage has been done. <laughs> um, you have been on episodes 29, 43, 46, and 81 as a contestant. You are two and two overall. Um, and you were the scorekeeper also for episode 59. And you have contributed um, many, many, many questions over the last two years. So are you ready? I'm ready to go two and three. Okay. <laughs> Question one. 
I-72 travels west from Champaign, Illinois to what Missouri city? Oh, this has got to be Hannibal. That is correct. Um, it is a distance of 179 miles. Question two. Who was the only member of James Garfield's cabinet who remained through the entirety of Chester Arthur's term? Oh, God. This is impossible. Um, mm, it's not impossible. Let me think. If it's someone who ended up being famous for something else later on, I'm going to guess William McKinley, but I don't think that's right. It's not right. Um, this is um, Robert Todd Lincoln, speaking of the Prince of Rails. Um, yeah, only surviving child of Abraham Lincoln. And finally, question three, what Portuguese explorer was the first European to sail around the Cape of Good Hope, the southern tip of Africa? It's either DeSoto or Da Gama. I can't remember exactly which. I'm going to say it was DeSoto. Um, actually, you didn't even mention the correct answer. Um, it's Bar <laughs> Bartholomew Diaz. Diaz. Yeah, it's the other one. Uh, da Gama was a little later. I I yeah. frankly don't know about DeSoto, but yeah, this was Bartholomew Diaz. Well, one out of three. So we're uh, neck and neck here so far. Uh, Lucas Hauser, uh, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm happy to be back on. I have my um, tabloid times mug um, with nothing in it. So um, I think I'm ready. Great. Good job. Um, you um, were a contestant on episodes 29 and 81. You were one and one overall. Um, but you have been a scorekeeper for episodes 41, 42, 43, 48, and 60. So a frequent flyer on this podcast. Um, here we go. Question one. What was the first elected position that Chester Arthur held? Oh, uh, what was the first elected position that Chester Arthur held? Let's go with um, vice president. That is correct. Yes. Um, before his election in 1880, Arthur worked his way up through the ranks of the Republican Party by way of political appointments, not elected positions. Question two. What are the two state capitals served by Interstate 55? Interstate 55. Okay. The easy one is Springfield, Illinois. Um, and now I need to trace it down. Um, it goes kind of St. Louis, Memphis. So the next one would probably be um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. No, Jackson, Mississippi, actually. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give you half credit uh, for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Baton Rouge, I believe it's just I-10 and I-12. Ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe 49. Perhaps I-49 as well. Mason, can you check that, please? Um, yeah, but this is Jackson, Mississippi. And question three. Whose law explains that rapidly moving air exhibits less pressure than stable air? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this one, I really don't have a good guess. Um, uh, I'm just going to go with Newton. Um, Bernoulli, actually. We're talking about the Bernoulli effect here. Um, Mason, was I-49 also in Baton Rouge? Did I have that right? No? Okay. Should have taken IB physics. Well, it's, yeah, too late for that now. Apparently I should study up on my Louisiana interstates, but I've never been to the state of Louisiana. Um, anyway, so you're sitting at one and a half. So you're in the lead so far. So Lucas, all you, Lucas Piernan, all you need to do is score two out of three and you move on. Um, so can, uh, can you introduce yourself, first of all? 
Yes, not confusing at all to put two Lucases next to each other yeah, in the sorry. order. But I am Lucas Piranin, happy to be back. And I've got some undisclosed tea in this flowery mug. Lovely. Um, Lucas, you've been a contestant three times, episodes 7, 85, and 94, and you are one and two overall. So um, let's get to it. Question one, which of Henry VIII's wives was still married to him when he died? Mm. Nope, you got me. You got me here. I don't okay. know this one. Um, Catherine Parr uh, mm. is this one. Yes, she was the sixth and final wife. Um, question two. What 1927 silent film starring Clara Bow is not to be confused with the Stephen King novel of the same name that features Pennywise, the dancing clown? That's right. This would be it. That is correct. Clara Bow, um, uh, in, in, for her role in this film, um, the phrase it girl was popularized. Oh. Yeah. And finally, question three, who is the current king of the Netherlands? That would be Willem Alexander. Very good. Well, way to redeem yourself from your first appearance <laughs> on this show. Um, Lucas, I believe you scored two out of three, which means uh, you've won the group of death and you are moving on. Well Let's done. Uh, thank you, Matthew, Lucas, and Joshua for playing. Um, well, I think that's, uh, that's the end of round one. So Carter, can you please tell us who is moving on to the semifinals? To the semifinals, we have Frey, Margaret, Julia, and Lucas. Okay, so our first semifinal is Frey and Margaret. So can the two of you please uh, come up? Lovely. Okay. Um, Frey, are you ready for your five questions? So again, first two are going to be multiple choice, and then the other three are going to be not multiple choice. First two will be worth 10 points. Then, and then the other three will be worth 20. So maximum of 80 points available here. So, Okie dokie. I am as ready as I'll ever be. I Wonderful. was not expecting it to make it this far. Well, here we go. Question one. The French outpost post du Rapide eventually grew into what central Louisiana city that lies on the southern bank of the Red River? A, Alexandria, B, Nacogdoches, or C, Shreveport. Some mm. heavy Louisiana representation along with um, Delaware in this episode. Who would have thought? Anyway, Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nacogdoches is in Texas, but I could be totally wrong about that. Uh, so it's Alexandria, and what's the other one? Shreveport. Shreveport. Um, I'm going to go Alexandria. That is correct. Mason, now that he says it, I think I might be confusing the Louisiana city with the one in Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, the, the Louisiana city is pronounced Natchitoches. Yeah. Whereas uh, the Texas one is pronounced Nacogdoches. Th this was a hot topic of conversation last night over at my dinner table with my father and my brother and me. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, Alexandria is the correct answer. Question two. Ariana Grande rose to fame playing the character Cat Valentine on what Nickelodeon TV series from 2010 to 2013? A, Victorious, B, iCarly, or C, Zoe 101. Oh my gosh. Way to reveal me as a PBS kid. Um, uh, <laughs> what are the options? Could you repeat the options, please? A, Victorious, B, iCarly, and C, Zoe 101. Okay. And her name? The name of the character? Um, the character is Cat Valentine. Oh god. Okay. Um... I'm going to go with victorious that's correct yeah 
I actually, what's funny is that our father wrote this question. Um, uh, not that he ever watched the show, um, but uh, I also did not ever watch the show. Um, anyway, good job. Question three. The shape of the Earth's orbit around the sun and a certain exercise machine both share what name derived from a Greek word meaning to fall short? Um, elliptical? That is correct. Yes, that was one of our Sophie Wolbert questions. Um, question four. Phoenix City, Phoenix City, Alabama is located on the western bank of the Chattahoochee River, directly opposite of what Georgia city? Ooh, um, I don't know, but I do know that Atlanta is like surprisingly far west. I'm going to go Atlanta. It is surprisingly far west, but not that far west. Um, this is Columbus. Ah. Columbus, Georgia is the uh, correct answer. And finally, question five. After the Whig Party... Oh, shoot. Maybe I should save this question for Margaret. Hmm. I'll allow it. Okay. You know what? I'm going to save this question. Well, no. No, I'm just going to give it to you. Um, <sighs> but Margaret, I think you'll get a kick out of this. Question five. After the Whig Party disbanded in 1855, former President Millard Fillmore ran as the 1856 presidential nominee on the ticket for what short-lived party? I... Is this like the the say nothing or the do nothing is it say nothing party oh you're so close it's the know nothing party. Ah. so i think we can give you half credit for that because that's okay i appreciate it thank you yeah yeah that, that, that's good <laughs> that that was a tough one um yeah um yeah margaret if i had known you you were gonna um, emerge to the semifinals, i would have put that in your column um, you know what i am okay with how this went out i would not have gotten it yeah, that's that's fair. If the answer had been Millard Fillmore, then I would have I would have moved it over. But... Huge fan, huge yeah. fan of Millard Fillmore. <laughs> um, Margaret, uh, are you ready for your questions? Yes, I am oh. ready, and I also want to know when are we going to get your dad on here? I thought he was supposed to be. Where is Dad Mason? Because he's at your house. Where is he? Uh, our father is actually behind me, literally sitting on my bed. Oh, okay. Hi, Dad. Um, Bring him on. Oh, there you go. Hi, Dad. Hello. Hi, Mr. Cook. Um, okay, let's. Uh, here we go. Question one. Matthew's great, meaning me. Matthew's great, great, great grandfather was an eyewitness to the climactic battle depicted in the movie Glory that occurred in which state? A. Virginia. B. North Carolina. Or C. South Carolina. Oh no! I've never even heard of this movie. I'm going to have to say Virginia. Um, this movie, I believe, starred Denzel Washington and Matthew Broderick. Um, uh, but this is actually South Carolina. Um, it was about the failed assault on Fort Wagner by the 54th Massachusetts Regiment, which occurred on Morris Island near Charleston, South Carolina. Um, yeah. Question Very two. In 1439, Eric of Pomerania was coupled. God, shoot, I did this last night, too. I did this exact same thing last night. Not coupled. Cooed. He was cooed. Very different. Very different. Let me start over. In 1439, Eric of Pomerania was cooed by the nobles of what political union which unified all of Scandinavia between 1397 and 1524? A, the Malma Union, B, the Kalmar Union, or C, the Trondheim Union? So embarrassing that huh. I can't read my own questions. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing for you more so than me. 
Ja. Um, gotta say C here. Um, it's actually B, the Kalmar Union. Of course. Yeah, I believe Mason, Mason wrote this one. Um, question you know three. what? Good, good job, Mason. <laughs> question three. Mm -hmm. In a plant's vascular system, one tissue is responsible for carrying water and dissolved nutrients upward through the plant, while another tissue carries food downward from the leaves to the roots. Name either of these two tissues. Ooh. Tissues and plants. This is one I would have learned in seventh grade. I would not have known because this is this is not my area of expertise. Yeah. Um, is it... Mm. The circulatory tissue. Um, no, the, the two tissues in question are either the xylem or the phloem. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably wrote that on a test at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any biology that I know only has to do with the voice. So if it's not, if it's not anatomy, the pharynx or um, anything up here. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, nothing about plants because they can't sing, um, which is very sad for them. Oh, but maybe they could. Well, but they wouldn't sing as well as we do. So or at least that's what I'm going with. Um, anyway, not to, not, to, not to plant shame. But um, question four. Ushuaia is the largest city in the Argentine portion of what archipelago at the southern tip of South America? Okay. An archipelago at the southern tip of South America that's part of Argentina. Mm -hmm. mm. And one other country, but but I think the majority is in Argentina. No? Okay, don't listen to me. It's partially in Argentina, partially in another country. Probably Chile. Um, yeah, it, yes. I'm going to... I only know the general region, I think. Uh, is it something the, like Cape of Cape Horn? I don't think um, that's the archipelago. That's that's the that that's the name of the the southern tip, right? It's it's yeah. that one, and not Cape of Good Hope, right, Mason? That's happening. yeah. That's just that's just the name of a, of the of a specific location in the archipelago. It's not actually the archipelago itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, ar the archipelago itself is called Tierra del Fuego. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Um, finally, question five. Austin, Minnesota is home to the museum dedicated to what canned food product? Ooh, this is such a Midwestern thing. Um, is it spam? It is spam. Yes. Very good. All righty. Well, Carter, uh, that's the end of our first semifinal. Carter, can you please uh, uh, give us the scores? Looks like Frey ended up with 50 and Margaret with 20. Well, Frey, you are moving on to the final. Congratulations, um, Margaret. Thank you for playing. It was quite a valiant effort. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Okay, let's go to our other semifinal. Julia and Lucas. I think, Lucas, I saw some trash talking from you in the chat. Um, yes, the two of you have appeared um, together twice. Um, so... Time finally time to settle the score here. Um, okay, Julia, are you ready? I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Okay, question one. Which artist has never had a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100? A, Miley Cyrus, B, Demi Lovato, or C, In Sync? 
On the never on the top one hundred. Yeah, never had a number one hit. Oh, number one hit. Demi Lovato. That is correct. Um, Miley Cyrus has had number one hits for Flowers and Wrecking Ball. Interestingly, not Party You in the USA. I believe we we read last night that it peaked at number two. Um, and uh, for In Sync, um, they've had two as well. Bye bye bye, and it's gonna be me. Question two. The uninhabited St. Paul Island, located due north of Cape Breton Island, is the northernmost point of what Canadian province? A, Nova Scotia, B, New Brunswick, or C, Prince Edward Island? A. That is correct, Nova Scotia. Well done. Question three. Robert E. Lee surrendered to Ulysses S. Grant at what location? Do I get choices? No, we're, we're, we're done with multiple choice now. No! I don't know. In Virginia. I know. I feel like I've... The state house. No. Appomattox Courthouse. Ah. That's this one. Yeah. We would have just accepted Appomattox as well. Mm, yeah. Um, alas. Question four. The word laser, L-A-S-E-R, is actually an acronym which stands for Light amplification by stimulated emission of what? So what's the R? Light. Light amplification. What did you say? Rays. Rays. No. Radiation, actually. Rays. Yeah. Um, rays is, is plausible, though, so yeah, not a bad guess. Um, and uh, finally, question five. Accomack and Northampton counties make up what region of Virginia separated from the rest of the state by the Chesapeake Bay? There's a name for that region? Yeah. Like that whole, the whole peninsula? Well, not the whole peninsula, just the Virginia portion. Just the Virginia portion of it. I don't know. What? Chesapeake area. Yeah. No. The Eastern Shore. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm angry. Well, that's okay. Okay. Um, okay. Lucas, um, I think you just need to get two questions right. Um, so, uh, we ready? Yes, sir. Okay. Question one. Which of these is a berry? A, strawberry, B, watermelon, or C, peach? Um, are you... Uh, okay, strawberry? No, it's actually watermelon. Um, my, my dad wrote this one. Um, apparently, uh... apparently, a berry is a fruit that, that grows from a single ovary. Again, not my area of expertise. Wow. Um, anyway, question two. <laughs> The St. Thomas Cross is a symbol of the Christian groups in what South Indian state where St. Thomas famously founded one of the first Christian congregations in the world in the first century AD? A. Karnataka, B. Kerala, or C. Tamil Nadu? Would that be C? No, it's actually B. Kerala. Mm. Mason wrote this one. I would have had no idea. Um, <laughs> question three. A region around the rim of the Pacific Ocean where many of our volcanic eruptions and earthquakes occur is actually shaped like a horseshoe, despite having what misleading name? Oh. Can you repeat it? Yeah. A region around the rim of the Pacific Ocean where many volcanic eruptions and earthquakes occur is actually shaped like a horseshoe, despite having what misleading name? Oh, is this, uh, is it the Ring of Fire? It is the Ring of Fire. Yes, good job. 
Yeah. Question four. Itekwini is the Zulu name of what city located on the east coast of South Africa? The east coast of South Africa. So it's not Cape Town. Mm. I know, I know, thinking back to the 2010 World Cup, to be honest. Yeah. Pretoria? Um, no, that's not on the coast. Uh, this is Durban. Durban. Ah, yeah, Pretoria is pretty close to um, Johannesburg, actually. Yeah. Um, I figured. Okay. And so for this last question, Mason put in a, a fifth question um, to use if, the, if one of the Housers had made it to the semifinal. But um, <laughs> I told him that if they didn't, I'm gonna give, that I would give you a different question. And so we're going to give you um, this question. Question five. In the scarlet letter, what letter is Hester Prynne required to wear for the rest of her life? H. Um, A, actually. <laughs> A for adultery. So, Oof. yeah. Um, great. Well, that's uh, that's the end of the semifinal. So, uh, Carter, can you uh, tell us the score? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think we have a tie. Julia has 20 and Lucas has 20. Um, are you sure? Pretty sure. Um, Julia got the first question right. And the second one. So that's oh, 20. and the second one. You're so right. Okay. Sorry, I forgot this one. None of okay. the but one of the open-ended. Right. Yes. Okay. We are 2020. Okay, great. Um, okay, so let's do a tiebreaker. Let's see. Which one do I want to use? Um, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad we haven't had to use so many tiebreakers yet. So let's try... I mean, we only wrote like 13 tiebreakers. Well, we, yeah, we so like, 13. you know, like... Well, <laughs> Well, I, I wanted to be prepared for every eventuality, like every single um, group and every single semifinal being a tie. Um, fortunately, that was not the case. Okay, so let's, um, yeah, let's try this one first. Um, so yeah, I'm going to ask the question, and then you two will think about it, and we'll, we'll answer one at a time. William Fulbright was a U.S. senator from which state, as in the Fulbright scholarship? Um, okay. Do we have answers, Julia? Yeah, if you have a guess, just shout it out. California. Okay, Lucas? Pennsylvania. No, you both are way off. It's actually Arkansas, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, yeah, who would have thought? Okay, let's try this one. <laughs> the cities of California and Wyoming and are located in what mid-Atlantic state? Can you hear that dog barking? No. Okay, good. The neighbor's dog is barking. Um, okay. Uh, do we have answers? I'm just going to say North Carolina. Okay. I'm going to guess Maryland. Okay. It was actually Pennsylvania. Um, there is a California, <laughs> Maryland, but not a Wyoming, Maryland. Um, Mid-Atlantic? Yeah. Pennsylvania is not on the Atlantic. It's still called... I think it's, it's in it's, the Mid-Atlantic region. It's in the Mid-Atlantic region. Yeah. Well... Okay, um, let's. Um, oh, how many are we going to go through? Let's try this one. Let's try this one. According to Greek mythology, who killed the Minotaur? Okay, Julia, Hercules, Lucas. That's actually what I would have guessed as well, although I don't think that's right. Do you want to try a different person? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not fair. Okay. 
This was actually Theseus. Mm. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> oh, actually, this one came up in both of your most recent episodes. So let's let's see. Um, what are we like four or five deep now? Um, okay. Mid off. Frank Sinatra loaned two hundred thousand dollars to what former vice president to help him pay his back taxes? Oh gosh, a vice? <laughs> vice president. Yeah. I believe you Is got that this vice movie. president. That's the funny name. Yes, I'll give you that. Oh, Dan God. Quayle. Okay, Julia. It's the one that your friend knows. Mm-hmm. Tanner says might need to write some more questions. Yeah, Tanner, can you get on that actually for us? Uh, we're we're about halfway through. <laughs> Just <hit. laughs> um, uh, Yeah, Julia, do you have a guess? We are shouting out to Alyssa, who sadly could not be with us today um, because she's busy. Um, Start listing airport codes. Oh, that's a good. That's a good idea. I'll have to do that. We'll we'll see if you can come up with the correct answer first. My friend Alyssa is busy cutting people's hair right now. Yeah. A T H D C A. But that that's not what we're doing right now. We, we're still in the vice president question. But that's the funnier one. Okay. I um, don't know. I'm so. I don't know. Okay, um, it, this was. Are you, are you sure you don't want to just throw a vice president out? <laughs> no, <laughs> Biden. <laughs> no, um, Spiro Agnew. Was yes, yeah, that's the the weird guy. Yep, the weird guy. Um, he was. The, he's the only vice president from Maryland. Okay, yeah, let's. Um... <laughs> Rock paper scissors. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. Flip a coin. Oh, no. no. Um, okay, let's. Um... Yeah, let's let's try let's try an airport code. Let's 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 get a good one here. Matthew, give us a where you guess we have to guess a number closest to the number. Give us mm, a okay. number based question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a Mason good. looks like he's got one. Oh yeah, Mason, go for it. That way someone has to win. <laughs> okay. The airport code YYZ the belongs mm. to what major city's airport? Not a number one. YYZ. I'll come up with a number one while you think. <laughs> you, know, you said major city? Major city. Yeah, it's it's a place. Just in the of. world. Oh, in the world. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a place you've heard of and it's well, I don't know if either of you have been there, but it's possible. I have a guess. It's it's Rush, Margaret, not not yes. Margaret just said good good song. Oh, oh my gosh, it's Rush. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. I assume I know. Maybe I gave it away. What? 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 Are you... I did give it away. Is that bad? <laughs> well, can, can you come up with the right answer? Yeah, isn't it Toronto? Lucas, do you have a guess? I would not have said Toronto. I would have said Zurich or something. Okay, it is actually Toronto. Yes. Good job, they Julia. Named it after Rush, they named the airport. Code no, after... no, 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 no. They Rush did it after that. Must have. Well, the, Rush, the, Rush, the Rush has the song Y Y Z. Or what oh, is that? As the Canadians would say, um, and they 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 named it after the <laughs> they named it. They did not name the airport after Rush. Um, I don't know when the airport came. I don't know how big of a deal Rush is. Well, so who came first, the airport or the band? You know, we don't know. We'll never know. Yeah, maybe that'll be our our next tiebreaker question. Um, yes, but they they because they're they're all from Toronto. They... Is it bad that that gave it away? We could do another one. Because no, I, did give I think it's fine. No, that's fine. Yeah, 
Yeah. Also to, cl to clarify something, uh, the airport was built in 1938 and the, First, uh, Rush and Rush as a band started existing in 1968. So the airport did come first. Well, I'm sure it was called like Montreal Airport or something like that before, before Rush, though, right? No, no, it, it was Toronto Pearson that, Airport. That was that was a joke, Mason. Oh, okay. <laughs> Montreal's like six hours up the up the 401. Anyway, um, Julie, I think that means you won. I guess so. Thanks, Rush. Thanks, my dad. Yeah, I'll have to tell him. I'll have to I forgot him. you were the big Rush fan. Yeah, <laughs> throwback to like ninth grade, and I was kind of obsessed with Rush. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Lucas, for participating. We appreciate you. Okay, Julia and Frey, we ready for the showdown? Whew. After that showing, <laughs> I guess I am. This is I'm I'm actually I'm very happy with like how much time this is taking. I I'm this is actually going much faster than I thought it would. So I'm very pleased about that. Um, and we're on we're on our final round. Um, Carter, do you want to give the rules for our normal showdown? Yes, round three here will be like our showdown in other shows. So you'll each get the same three questions, and you'll be asked to. Um, I don't know, not write them down, but keep them in mind and we'll reveal them at the same time. Okie dokie. Frey, Julia, you've done this, you've both done this many, many times before. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's okay. do this. By the way, we're wiping the slate clean. We're at zero, zero again. Um, it's Good. just going to be based on these three questions or possibly more Hurry. if we have a tie. Um, okay, question one. Closely related to gannets, what is the common and somewhat lewd term for the genus of seabird whose species include a blue-footed, masked, and brown variety? Okay. Okay. Um, Frey, what is your answer? A booby. Julia? Booby. That is correct. Yes. Thank you, Sophie, for contributing that and four of our other questions. Basically, the, the ones that are, that are plant and that are flora and fauna-based were from uh, okay. Sophie. Other than the berry question, which was my dad's. Um, so thank you, Sophie. Question two. What is what was the name of William Shakespeare's only son? This is a tough one, but it's one of my favorite pieces of trivia. Um, do we have guesses? I don't know. I just know his wife was Anne Hathaway. <laughs> okay. Well, something. sadly, we were not asking for the wife. Um, Frey, is, is the son Hamnet with an N? It is, in fact, Hamnet with an N. Very good. Um, okay, so Frey, you're up. Two to one. Last question here. What is the only U.S. state to be partially in the central time zone and also touch the Atlantic Ocean? It touches the Atlantic? It does. And it's in the central time zone? Partially. Partially. I have an idea. Okay. Julia, do you have a... Yeah, I'll say South Carolina. Okay. Frey? Georgia. Frey, you're closer. It was actually Florida. Because the uh, panhandle. Panhandle goes uh -oh. way, way, way out. Um, Pensacola is in the central time zone, as is Panama City. Um, but then once you get to Tallahassee, you're in the eastern time zone. So thank you, Jasper, for your, your affirmation. Very good question. Um, well, I think that's that it. it. And I think we have a winner. <laughs> I think it's Frey. 
Frey, you have you have won our one hundredth episode extravaganza. Um, do you have anything that you would like to say? Well, I would like to say that it's an absolute honor, Matthew Cook. Uh, I'd like to thank my competitors for a for a brutal and uh, to the to the teeth fight. Uh, it was truly truly a, a nail biting endeavor. It it, it really was. Um, and thank you for for calling in from the furthest away. Um, yeah, I, I meant to write down how many states uh, people were calling in from, and then I forgot. And I started to name right. them, I'd and also, then I forgot. To keep I'd also like to make an apology to everyone on the Pacific time zone uh, for forcing you guys to wake up at like 8.30 to on a Saturday to accommodate my, uh, my Madrid time. So thank you oh. to you all. <laughs> Fortunately, I wake up now at like 6 every day to get to Pomona, so... Um, it's not an issue for me, but uh, anyway, yes, performance-enhancing geography. Uh, exactly. I said we should have to replay it with Frey uh, in North America to yeah, make it. Yeah, fair. you're gonna have to fly back for the for the 200th episode. Um, Do you think that'll be happening around like Christmas? I'll um, call well, in for I, that. I mean, I I don't think I'm gonna produce another 100 it's episodes between now and It's gotta be in like something like 100 days. I think you I think you can do it if you do about an episode a day. Well, I mean, we can get on it. Even even then, I don't think there are 100. There are not a hundred days left in calendar year twenty twenty three, so it would it would at least have to be in twenty twenty four. Double up. There's only there's only like ninety yeah. ninety eight eight days left in twenty twenty ninety um, ninety nine maybe ninety eight somewhere in there. That's not important. Um, uh, there, we'll, Matthew, we'll, you're never gonna be, you're never gonna believe this. Um, there are there are ninety nine. There are ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty close. Okay. Well, um, yeah, we still haven't. Yeah, you're right, Haley. We haven't done sibling duels. Um, we should do that. Yeah. Well, you can look for our 200th episode probably some year in sometime in the year, either 2025 or 2026, um, if we're still doing this by then. Um, okay. Um, everybody can turn their videos back on now that we're done. Um, and I'll try to figure out a, a nice way to close this. Um, Thank you all for sticking around, by the way. Nobody left. Um, so that was very nice. Um, thank you for, for listening. I hope this has been fun for you, even if you lost early. Um, yeah, uh, that's our uh, that's that's it for this week's episode, our 100th episode. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through these past uh, two and a half years. We're probably going to take a couple of weeks off by that. I mean, we're definitely going to take a couple of weeks off because I have too many things to do um, over the, for the next uh, couple of weeks here, and I think I deserve it. Um, but we'll uh, we'll come back eventually with some more episodes. Um, uh, Mason, do you have something you'd like to say? Yeah, uh, we want to give a quick shout out to Big Mama and, and Big Papa's Pizzeria uh, in Eagle Rock for supplying the pizza for last night's uh, question writing party. Uh, they were a big help. Yeah, yes, really instrumental in in the in the question writing process. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, and thank you, Mason and Dad, for coming over last night to write questions. Thank you also, as I said, to Sophie Wolbert. Um, who contributed uh, questions for this show. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, Carter, for being our scorekeeper, as always, um, sticking with us to the very end. Um, Mason, you wrote the music, um, so thank you for that. Um, yeah, and thank you for listening. Uh, please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. I think we deserve all five stars after today's episode. Um, yeah, and uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Trivia Over Tea. I'll try to actually post about this episode. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, if you if you feel compelled to make a, a small contribution to this uh, podcast, you may do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash trivia over tea. We do appreciate any support that um, you might want to provide. Um, yeah, and tune in in, uh, in, a, in a few weeks. I won't I won't put an exact number on it, but uh, we'll we'll have a, we'll have another episode at some point relatively soon. So um, thank you for sticking with us through this 100th episode, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you for episode 101 uh, at some point very soon.